Welcome back to the second shear on the monumental Sicha, Simen Gimel and Dvar Malchus, the Sicha on the subject of Tutkifusin Yemaisa Mashiach. Today we're going to do Mirz Hashem, Ois Sifim Hei, Vav, and Zion, which is the second proposed solution and the reasons why they rejects this Pirush. Where we're left off so far is we're back to square one, really, where there's a stira to the Rambam. The Rambam says, the world's going to operate as it always has when Mashiach comes with no natural change. And this is contradicted by the fact that both the Torah's Karim, the Manda Gemara says that Elon Israq will begin to bear fruit when Mashiach comes. And if you discovered in the previous year, the reason why the question comes specifically from this prophecy as opposed to other ones, especially since the Torah itself actually lists other uh, supernatural phenomenon or changes in natural order that's going to happen when Mashiach comes, but it would seem that it picks this specifically for two reasons that we addressed a little bit uh, in the last year. Number one is like the main point that it makes in the Sicha and the Pnim of the Sicha is that the context in Teres Kayanim and in the Gemara is that this prophecy is literal, not a uh, mashal, as one could say about any other of the Yudin, that they're mashalim. This one specifically is literal given the context in which the Gemara states it. Now, I, I'm highlighting the Gemara because um, the Teres Kayanim has other prophecies that are literal. Why is there asking from this one? Because the Gemara also says it, and in the context of the Gemara, it's also literal. Number two, if we're going to bring a contradiction to the Rambam's opinion that it has to be a change in nature, not just a one-off miracle, or like, you know, like we described it as a punctuation in nature, but it has to be a shift in nature. And we saw this in the Shulia Gillian at the end on Harder 31, that it's a difference between a Ness versus a Shinui and Minuk. And uh, for example, there's going to be miracles leading up to the coming of Mashiach. Doesn't mean that the world's going to change in natural order. It just means there's going to be miracles that happen. Now, the fact that Elon and Israq are going to begin to be the fruit has both of these elements. Number one, the context of the Gemara and the Teres Kayanim is that it's going to be literal, especially the Gemara. I, I think especially the Gemara, because in the Teres Kayanim, there are other um, Yudim. And the Rebbe doesn't quote them as the Siddha. The Rebbe quotes specifically this one because I think, because the Gemara also says it's literal, given the context, right? Because it comes after the Maisa with the Rebbe Hanina, who is give respect to Yisrael, which is certainly literal. And right after that, the Gemara makes this comment about Ilan Israq. And number two, because this is not a, just a one-off miracle. It's a change in nature. And not just in Eretz Yisrael, but universally, as we discussed in the last year. Now the Rebbe introduces another possible solution to this problem. And the Rebbe is going to reject it. Then it in the next year, we'll get to the beginning of the Rebbe's Biyot. So we are here, Sif Hei. The Sefer Avedis HaKadosh, and the Sefer called Avedis HaKadosh, Mavayat explains, that when the Rambam writes that the world is going to operate on its natural order, this means to say, this means to say that the Ebishter is not going to be Mahadish something that's outside the purview of nature. Rather, Everything that exists in creation, you will be, and as the says in R35, this is a quote directly from the Vedas Kaidesh. That the entirety of the world is going to revert back to its original state prior 
to the Chet Etadas. When Ebishter created the world, the world existed in a certain reality, and that was the natural order of our world. And because of the Chet Etadas, things changed. And when Mashiach comes, we're going to go back to the original nature. We're going to be, we're going to go back to the original nature. All right. You know, one of the uh, translations of the word Teva brings us to this a few different translations to the word Teva. And one of them is that's something which is fixed, uh, meaning to say that really there's no difference between a Ness and Teva. The difference between Ness and Teva is a Ness happens infrequently and Teva happens repetitively. So uh, at one point in time, the nature of the world was different. And now the nature of the world is what some way, is one way. But then when Mashiach comes, we're going to go back to its original nature. And that will be, and therefore, as ever says, Mela And therefore, there's no contradiction from that which the Tereus Kainim says. And the Gemara, She eats Osid Leois. And therefore, there's no contradiction from that which the Tereus Kainim says. The other, not the Nirvi Lanisrak, but the other Yudim of Mashiach coming, for example, that's going to take one day to produce fruit. And likewise, other such statements for Chachamim about what seems to be the miraculous nature of the Messianic era, because because all these things are not a true change in nature. Because that's the way it was the beginning of creation. That did create, that did make fruit right at the beginning, right away in one day. And we're going to go through the whole entire Oise, and then we'll go back to the artists. To look at them all in their totality. But first, let's get the flow of the ice. Now, Pisa Yishlema, our basin says that we can say, we can say the same thing is true about the two Yonim mentioned before. Number one, Mishpati Chayram and Aretz, that when Mashiach comes, there's not going to be any wild animals, which seem to be a change in nature, which was derived Shaila from this Pasuk. And the fact that Ilan Yisrak will start to produce fruit. And this was the Rebbe's Shaila. So now we can use David Sakadish to answer both these questions. So that's a Rambam, then the Rambam's you ain't bit tool, Dobmin Hogashalala, nothing's gonna change in the nature of order, in the nature of the world. Because this is the way it was before the Khitatadas, that was animals were not wild. And all trees gave all trees gave fruit, even in, even those which are today in Lonisrak. So call alone, so you're always nice all as Rebbe says here, all, all fruits bear, all trees bear fruit. And there was no animal that Caused any damage. But because of the Chetetadask, when Hashem says you're going to be eating the, the, the fruit, the earth is going to make uh, thorns. So that is in, that is indication. So at that point, trees became, some trees became barren, stopped producing fruit. And now, as a result, the certain animals that got this new nature to to cause damage. And because when Mashiach comes, the world is going to revert back to its original state. Before the Etadas, so this becomes the nature of the world. And it's not a contradiction to the nature of the world because that was the original nature as it was before. Okay, let's go through the hardest. The first we have here, it's a simple, it's a question to be here. Basically, we're going to be looking at the hardest, 37, 38, 39, and 40 and 41. So let's begin with 37. 
So first the Rebbe said that before they ate at Das, uh, all trees gave fruit and animals did not cause harm. So first they tell us to look in the Ramban which we saw already at the beginning. Um, I think it was Hara, Hara 4. We saw the Ramban, but over there we looked at the Ramban, actually the other Pirish in the Ramban, the two Pirish in the Ramban, and we looked at the other one. We'll look at it now in a second as well. And so let's look up these two sources, and then we're going to get into what this uh, parenthesis is all about. So here's the Ramban. So the Ramban quotes the Apostle and he quotes the Teres Kodim, which brings two opinions, which says, meaning to say they won't be around in the world. And here he explained it to mean that it's that animals will not arrive because there's going to be so much abundance, the animals won't actually attack people because there's no need to. And this is what the Rebbe referred to in Ahara for why the Rambam doesn't um, raise this pasuk as a possible contradiction to his idea that everything is a marshal because this one can be kapshut, it doesn't have to be a marshal. How is a kapshut not a marshal? Because of this pirush. Because the world is abundance and therefore because there's abundance in the world, therefore the animals have no need to attack people. And Takasan against Chesa Mason, that animals won't even need to attack each other because there's abundance. Right? The, the uh, Rambam quoted from Aristotle that said that naturally speaking in Egypt, their animals don't attack each other as much because there's abundance of food. So that's a natural phenomenon. But then you have the Ramban's actual pshat that, that the fact that there's not, uh, then you have the Ramban's pshat as he follows the opinion of Rabbi Shimon, which says, that is to say that they're no longer going to be. Wild, wild, that is to say, that is to say, the negative nature of animals to behave uh, damagingly, to behave um, harshly, is going to be removed from them. And this is the Ramban, and this is the correct shot, says the Ramban. And he goes on to say, at the beginning of creation, as you can see here, if you look at my pointer, beginning of creation, while animals ate from the earth, there was no, there was no problem. And therefore, that animals are going to go back to being their natural tame state. But then it ends up going to Mashiach. The point being, it says over here again, Okay, actually, this is important to notice. Here, the Ramban is talking about Eretz specifically. Therefore, because Eretz is going to be back to where it's supposed to be. Therefore, which is not to be wild. Okay. That is the Ramban Matayra, which says that the natural, that the nature of animals not to cause damage is going to go back to the way it was before the Chet Etadas, because our Tisrael is going to be a state of perfection. Then we have this Drasha, Sigishmaka Drasha, so we'll go through it a little quickly. Therefore, the Ramban therefore is curious about the Rambam. The Rambam, you know, makes Nisim, poo poos them, you know, uh, makes light of them. And, you know, Puts the nature on a pedestal. Because 
that this that was possible to be miracles. We actually saw this in the previous uh, video, in the previous year, where there actually the Ramban also writes that he that he rather that that Torah and and uh, and uh, logic rationale not be a contradiction, and therefore he tries to explain everything in natural phenomenon. And here the Ramban is uh, classic. Ramban is pushing back against that and saying, no, there is an Indian of miracles and it's a beautiful thing and so on and so forth. Why does the Rambam say This is the Rambam's way of saying that uh, it must be a mushal because if you take the Apostle literally, it, it almost sounds like the animals are doing tshuva. And uh, why would that be the case? So it must be a mushal. So it says, Ramban, no, the Apostle already said that we're going to, that there is looking that uh, wild animals will stop being wild. The time of Terrace coming in, we see the Terrace coming in, which we mentioned before. Abuddha says we get rid of them. And Abu Shimon says they're going to lose their damaging nature. What's greater, Tash? What's, what's the bigger praise? That there's just no more wild animals that just don't exist? Or that wild animals are there and they still don't do any hezek. That's when there's a real chidush. Hashem settles Shabbos becomes the name of rest. So Hashem settles all the damaging nature that exists amongst those who are damagers, the yazikim, mazikim. Taking it literally, that an animal that the um, that a child will be able to play at the opening of a, of, of a snake and a viper won't be, right? This means that a child can put his finger into the eye of a, of a viper. I think that's what it is. And can take, and can take uh, the, 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 um, the liquid, the, the moisture from the animal, from, from the viper, and nothing's gonna happen to it because the nature of the wild beast will be subsumed, no more. This is what it says in Teres Kohen. And the Kilo is Yisrael, which Ramban, Ramban addressed, the Ramban is now saying, what, the, the Yidin are now going to reject this and say it's not literal? No. Whether he said Tzakar Behuda that, no that they no longer exist. Whether he said Tzakar Shimon that they exist, but they're not going to do any damage anymore. That animals are no longer going to be wild. Because Yidin are going to serve Hashem. So generally speaking, in the Torah, when the Torah says, it's talking about Yidin, right? If Yidin follow the instructions. So because Yidin are now serving Hashem, therefore, and Goyim are not necessarily following Hashem, right? But Yidin are. And therefore, in the context of the Pasuk of Bukhokhoisai, where the Pasuk is talking about Yidin behaving properly, so Yidin will have this miraculous effect. However, you want to touch it, either way, the point is because Yidin are behaving in Eretz Yisrael, therefore Hashem is going to provide, make this miracle for them. Okay, so that's going to get to the Pasuk. So when Mashiach comes, all, the, all people are going to serve Hashem, not just Yidin. And therefore the miracles of the Chukhoisai which were meant for when didn't behave properly, now apply to everybody because everybody's behaving properly. And therefore,
And hey, you're not even the Pesukim Abrachas. The Pesukim is not Meshavim. Is that better? Is that Bechol In other words, the, the, the Brisa brings a Pesuk, brings a Raya from a Pesuk of Midmar Shem Hashabbos to say that whatever you see by Yidin when they behave will happen to all the people, to all the whole world when Mashiach comes, because everybody then is going to behave. Anybody, anybody, everybody then is going to be following the Abishter. So now we see why the Rebbe quotes both the Ramban and the Pasuk of Bukh Kaisai and the Ramban and the Rosh because they lead one to the next. The Ramban only talked about Eretz Yisrael, because that's the Pasuk in Bukh Kaisai Telechu. Eretz Yisrael Allah Shemus, because Yidin are going to be properly behaving in Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, Tishbas Ras Min Hagam, Biyamdal Telarishin. But now we're discovering from Teresh Shem that the same thing applies to the entire world when they all behave. So, right? Actually, the over here also ends by saying, where is it? The curse that uh, the snakes will bite, there will be strife between, between people and animals. That because of the chait, all chais now are chais are always on people. And without the chait, it goes back to the way it was. But what the Torah, the Rosh adds that the Ramban in Torah did not mention is the fact that it becomes universal. But the Potsk is talking about Yidin in Mokhoisetelechun. And now the Torah says that now that when Mashiach comes, all people are going to behave the way Hashem wants, so they'll also get this miracle. Or not miracle, but rather this idea that animals won't disturb them because it reverts back. So the way it was to prior to creation. So now let's go back to the Hara, look at this parentheses and see what happens here. We have here three Udim really. Let's do the easy ones. We have this idea of Ilan Esrak. Yeah, Ilan Esrak, producing fruit. That's the Iker Shaila here in, in, in the Sikha. And that the Rebbe is, is borrowing from the Vedic tradition saying that Ilan Israq had fruit, or there was no such thing as Ilan Israq before the Chet. And now when Shia comes, it goes back to the way it was, and therefore all fruit, are, even, in all, even trees that are now Ilan Israq will bear fruit, because that's the way it was before the Chet. One yield. The other yield is Ishbati Chayyarom and Aretz. At this point, it would seem like Ishbati Chayyarom and Aretz is the same thing as Ilan Israq. Like we saw from the Ramban, that it goes back to the way it was. Before the chait, when there was no, when there was no chayes rois, or the chayes were not rois, right? Even though, putting in parentheses, we read before in R14, right at the way at the beginning, R4, I'm sorry, that the Rambam can be learning at the first chapter in the Rambam, right? Because it's going to be plenty, therefore, naturally, animals won't need to attack. So it's nothing to do with the fact that it's going back to the way it was before the chet, but it's a natural phenomenon that when there's plenty of food, animals don't need to attack people. And like the Ram, Rambam wrote, Neges Ches Mason, they won't even attack each other. But you could be Mashal of these two in Yonim, that Hagufa, the reason why before the chet etadas, animals were not wild, is because there was plenty. And then when Mashiach comes and the world is behaving properly, so now we can go back to there being plenty in the world, and therefore the natural phenomenon will be that animals won't be, won't be wild. Okay, but certainly in these two Yehudim, Ilona Israq, 
producing fruit and what we're doing is we're going back to the original nature of the way it was before, before the chet. Now the question becomes the third yud. The third yud is where that the Rambam did say clearly in Sefayat that it's a marshal. Right, so how did Rambam be shy? The Rambam said, "I'm saying, I it says Mishai gave his seven kevas. That's a marshal." Now, if Hishpati Chayim and Aretz means to revert back the way it was in a natural phenomenon at the beginning of creation, then why not say the same thing by Gerizim Kevas? Why are you saying that that's a marshal? Right, because you know, now we're adding another another requirement for our beer. Whatever beer you're going to give to Ilan Esrak. Or for that matter, the Ivet's question has to still remain true that Gerizev Mechavis remains a marshal. And over here, if Ishpati Aretz and Ilana Israq is not a marshal, it's Kipshutai. And yet it's still not a it's going back to the way it was before Chayet. So why not say the same thing about Gerizev Mechavis? Why say that Gerizev Mechavis is a, is a marshal? So if this Rebbe says something and he concludes the Dayat So Masha Inkain, the Gerizev Mechavis. When it comes to Gerizev and Kevish, Mefarish and Ambam Shum Marshal, which the Rambam says is a Marshal, Yeshlema might say this feel that the Rambam, the Rambam's of the view, Mashenkin la Rambam, Shubit Monogosh Lolam, that Gerizev and Kevish, if we were to take it literally, would be Bitl Monogosh Lolam. Why? Because even prior to the sin, when there's no Chayis Rois, that was the whole point of this, they would attack each other to eat. Of but not to do damage. So they would eat, but not maliciously. They wouldn't attack maliciously, they would attack to eat. And therefore, didn't, it didn't really have the matzav of Gerzev and Keves. Okay, so there's beers like this. The reason why Gerzev and Keves is, is a marshal, because in the Ramam's view, we didn't have full time, full fledged Gerzev and Keves before, before uh, the Chetu Tadas. So they were splitting between Ishpatichai Raman Aretz, where an animal's being vicious, and gezev and keves, which is not a question of the motive of the animal. It's a question of the fact. The animals are not, attached, are not attacking other animals. And the Rambam, the Rebbe is saying that in the Rambam's view, before the Chet animals were not malicious, so there's no Chayas Rois, but they still wasn't there gezev and keves because they would still eat each other just to eat. And this, of course, is the Dain Tzorachin. And we can think of a few levels of why to Dain Tzorachin. First of all, to split between animals being malicious versus animals attacking for food, number one. Number two, I mean, we have to, I don't know the sciences of, another reason for dinosaur is, I don't know the sciences of animals, but do animals today attack just because they're bored, just because they're malicious? Or do lions attack uh, whatever it is, gazelle, because they're hungry, right? So what's the difference between before the chet, not the chet? Umagam, I think this is the real reason for the tzarechim, because you remember from the Igeras of that we read, there, the Rambam writes that the natural phenomenon of animals not attacking each other, each other, is because there's going to be plenty of food. The Ramban, in that first Pirush, Alatayra, in the Pirush Alpi, um, Divrei, Alpi Divrei of Yehuda, right, that they won't attack people because but the Rambam in his Gerz Chesam Mason, you can back up, we can see it. We looked at it in last year. He writes they won't even attack each other because there's plenty. Now, if they won't have attack each other because there's plenty, then that is their Gerz Evan Kevis Kipshutai. Now, if that's the case, then it's a sort of even to say that before the Chet Etadas, they 
attack each other because they were hungry, but not out of malice. And now, when Mashiach comes, and now they're attacking out of malice. And when Mashiach comes, there's going to be another element that they don't even attack each other. While we're ignoring the fact that there's plenty in the Rambam's Egeret where he teaches that when there's plenty, they actually don't attack each other. They don't, they don't, even, they don't even attack each other. Right, where is it? Yeah. Even not attacking each other. So that's the I think why there's a Sarah Iyun here, a Sarah Iyun. Because if you're saying, in other words, the bottom line is that if you're saying means they're reverting back to the way it was, then why not say the same thing by Gerizev and Keves? And it's a Sarah Iyun to split between Gerizev and Keves and for the reasons that I just mentioned. Okay. Okay, now we can go to the next ta'ara. Okay, so then the Rebbe said in the Pneum, that Ilana Israq only started as in a phenomenon after the Chet. Before the Chet, there's no such thing as Ilana Israq. Okay, so what's the source for that? Re'eram ban al Torah, 39. Where this is in Kenemar, Okay, so the Ramban clearly says that that Yilani Israq started at at the time of the Chet. Now the Eid Rosh's Teres Hashem Tamima there, and we looked up the Teres Hashem Tamima. We can look at it again, but over there it doesn't mention anything about Yilani Israq. Where it talks about Mishpati Chayram and Aretz. Right? But Lachuda, the reason why they was bringing that, Lachuda was bringing that to show, to demonstrate that the world is going to revert back to the way it was before the Chet. And therefore, if the world's going to go back to the way it was before the Chet, then that includes everything. So once you establish that before the Chet, there was, there was no such thing as Lan Israq, and we establish based on the Teresh Hashem Tamimah that the world's going to go back to the way, based on this drasha of Teres Hashem, yeah, Teres Hashem Tumimah, that the world's going to go back to the way it was before the Chet, then that would mean that also those go back to the way it was before in terms of Elon Yisrak. And that's the why these two, these two um, sources are cited in, in this Ha'ara. And then they're about asked to look at carbon iron on Teres Kayan which again will make the same point, that the fact that there's, um, that the fact that there's going to be Elon Yisrak in the future, is because going back to the way it was by Chete Tadas. Okay, so we'll look at the Torah kind of actually in more detail soon. But look over here at Oizvav, see my pointer. The Torah's the, the is going through a bunch of different things that are going to happen when Mashiach comes. And in a lot of ways, comparing it to before the Chet. Where is Ben Nachal, and Ilona Israq will produce fruit. Now, if you look at Shanab Vav, hey, Minayisha eats also least Nachal, Tamalimar eats pre. Now, this Posik eats pre is not a description of Mashiach's time, it's a description of what it was like before the Chet. And therefore, the Kobana Iron asks, 
This Pasuk 8's pre is talking about creation. So how does that prove to us that when Mashiach comes, it's going to be that way? That also the Eretz Li is Nacha. So says the Karim Aaron, the Pasuk says, eats a certain written piryoy, its fruit. It's going to give the fruit that it had by nature. The nature that it had prior to the, prior to the chet. Its original nature. That whatever was then is, you know, the same thing as what's going to be the nefloy that Hashem is going to do. So again, the, um, the carbon iron is saying that the Teres Koyanin is telling us that Yisra eats Nechal and quoting a Pasuk describing creation because the reality is, based on the Teres Koyanin, that whatever, whatever existed at the time of creation is going to happen when Mashiach comes. And therefore, the, the, the Teres Koyanin could, could bring a Pasuk to describe what it was like before the Chet to tell you what's going to be when Mashiach comes. And he includes in the list, Ilana Israq. Okay. Now we look at Ha'ara Ha'ara 40. Here the Rebbe is Mitzayin 2, and Ramban and Rosh's Torah, Hashem Tumimah. And this, this letter 40 comes in the words that the world's going to go back to the way it was. Again, the Ramban tells us that it's going to go back to the way it was. And the Ramban in tells us that it's going to be the same way universally. And that's why there was, again, citing to that. Even though over there it doesn't necessarily specifically talk about Ilan Israq. It just talks about Mishpati Chayr Okay? Then the Rebbe finally tells us um, But there it says, he ate not superior, that the fruit will bear its, its uh, fruit. Magid, shall not superior Meaning to say, it's not superior, the tree will bear its fruit. That means until now it hasn't been bearing its fruit. So what's they say to Mizu? Lahore they say to Mizu is to indicate that the anomaly is not the fact that later it's going to produce what is it's going to produce fruit. It's supposed to do fruit. It's period. But by Lamhaza, it's not doing it. So this further points to this fact that the fact that Elon is producing fruit is actually its nature. It's eight not superior. It just happens to be, but Elon has it's not. Because so far it's not doing what it's supposed to. But really, what's its nature? To produce fruit. Okay, so this is the beer. Uh, they were suggesting now, based on the Vedas uh, I'm sorry, that that when the Rambam says that the world's going to be Olam and it means going back to its original Teva, the original Hanhaga of prior to the Chet, which includes Mishpati Chayram and Aretz, and that includes no such thing as Yolan Israq, all trees bearing fruit. Now the Rebbe goes even further. Before the Rebbe explains why he rejects this Pshat, he first is Medayik in this in the Torah's Kodim and the Gemara based on this Pshat. So we had two sources for the fact that Ilan Yisrael are going to bear fruit. One's the Teres Kohenim and one is the Gemara. The Diuk, yes, last in the last year was that in the Teres Kohenim it says, Teres Kohenim says that Ilan Yisrael, Stam, will give fruit. 
And in the Gemara it says, Ilon That was the diuk that I said in the previous diuk, which the diuk still stands. So, I mean, even, even after the diuk from the Rambam, in some ways you should go back to Teres Kavadim and Gemara and use these diukim to learn there. And diuk number two now is, Teres Kavadim Haloshin Hu, Ilon Esrak, Asidim Lios Oisen Teres. They're going to make fruit. That they will, that they will carry, or that they will, um, that, that, that they're going to bear out fruit. So what's the difference between oisim and They're going to make fruit like everybody else makes fruit. What's the difference? This makes apples and this makes other fruit. Whatever it is. They're going to bear out fruit, meaning to say it's against its nature. Not the regular, ordinary growth of a tree. It's going to bear out something that it doesn't have. So it's a chidush in, in it. So again, the fact that the Lord is going to bear fruit when Mashiach comes, Either is a boyfin shal chidush. And that, that way, obviously, the Rambam cannot be that way, because the Rambam says, or it's an oifin of, like everybody else bears fruit. It's also supposed to bear us fruit. It just happens to be for the last few thousand years, it's been robbed of its nature to give fruit, and therefore oisapetus. And that would be like the Rambam, which is that it means it goes back to its original nature as it was prior to the chet. Then there is Madaik. This difference, whether it's oisapri like everybody else, because that's that's its nature, or yitnu because it's doing so against its nature, is behesem to the psukim that they quote. Something we noted also before, based on the yitnu period versus the pasuk in in yoel. So I'll tell you, kind of lemon about pasuk the eighth of the yitnu period. That the tree of the field will give its fruit. Like every other tree in the field gives fruit, this will also give fruit. That's the And if the Teres Kernim is saying this is a natural phenomenon, going back to the way it was before Eitzadas, which is what the Teres Kernim kept on saying, that all these miracles are going to be as it was when, when um, as it was when other magician was there before the Chet. And so it's a redundancy. Tree is giving its fruit. And Tain of Geffen giving it strength. It's the same thing. And Ashi explains, because it says that the Tain and Geffen are anyway going to be giving it strength. We already know that trees that have fruit are going to bear fruit. So, what's the added thing that a tree is going to make fruit? Ah, that means trees that aren't Tain of Geffen. That means Pretty. So, how does this pasuk indicate that it's not? A natural thing for these trees to give fruit, but rather a new nature. It's or it's a miraculous bearing of fruit. Kolaymar says the Rebbe. Shapot says Madgish four things. Aleph number one, Mechalat bein eights, regular trees, the Tain of Geffen, which are eights pretty. It makes that chiluk. The pasuk the eights asal the yitin periyoy is a universal statement about all trees. And therefore, when Mashiach comes, all trees are going to give fruit because all trees are really the same. But in the pasuk of Ke'etz Southern Nisim Piriyah and Tain of Egefen Nisim and like Rashi just told us, Tain of Egefen is referring to Eitz Pri, whereas Eitz Nisim Piriyah is talking about Ilan Esrak. So the pasuk itself is mechalak between the two things. Okay, so you see it's different. Eitz Eitz slash Ilan Esrak produce fruit in one way, and Tain of Egefen Eitz Pri produce it in a natural way. Nisim Chelam. Number two, 
when it comes to HP, like I just pointed out, they're going to give their fruit like Oyser, because just the way it is, it, it, it's been giving fruit for the last 5,000 years, and now it's going to continue giving fruit. Maybe in another Oyfen, maybe they'll give it more strongly, but it's still giving fruit as it always has been. Nesina. But the Gimel, the Fiat Shalahem, they're going to give their strength, because that's what they're supposed to do, because they've always been doing that, because these are HP. But the number four, Bilan Israq, when it comes to it's in an oifen of their carrying fruit, not that they're giving fruit. He's carrying something like the same lotion as Yipnu. It's carrying something that's external and foreign to it. But not just by regular, ordinary uh, growth. Okay. Now, I just want to point out here, I, I, I think, I could be wrong, but I, something tells me that these four things or certainly the letters Aleph Beis Gimel Dalid is from the Rebbe's Ksav Yad. That's, I just have this hunch. And if someone knows where I can find the Ksav Yad and put it in the comments, I'd love to see it. But anyway, I just want to point out something that, that first of all, I think Beis and Dalit are the same, right? In other words, we're trying to make a distinction. Rebbe's pointing out that, there are, that the Pesach is being made four things, right? It sounds like it's almost like a shtayim shein arba, right? Because days and dal are the same. That by eight pre it says nos nuchelam, and by ilan srak is noise, like that's the just juxtaposition. In other words, that's really one item, l'chodam. That when they get to eight pre it says nos nun, mashenki bilan srak, it says noise. Now, if it's shtayim shein, you know, if it's one that's really two, then why is it separated by gimel in the middle? It should just be eight pre, mashenki bilan srak, it says noise. By eight pre it says nos and by ilan srak it says noise. Why separated by this other thing in the middle, making as if they're two separate remarks when seemingly they're just, you know, the counter of each other. I don't know. Number one, so the first thing so is the lahavin, and the other one is he says that that by eight um, pre it says, and this is the chora why days and gimel come together because these two are talking about eight pre as opposed to the way it is by eight stam, right? In other words, first Rebbe tells us that there's machal between eight. And eight pre. Number two, he tells us. Number two and three, he tells us what it says by eight pre. And number four, he tells us what it says by eight, by ilan srak. Now, the, the number four, which he told us by ilan srak, is really just the opposite of what it says by base by eight pre. So I don't know why it's another item. But another thing I'm loyz is he's, there is medayik that by eight pre it says nos nuchelam shalahem. It's their thing. It's their strength. As if this is this is the way it's always been. Now. The same thing is said by eight noisa piryoi. It's fruit, like we saw from the carbonaren, who's medayik that, which I was mentioning to, right? Where it says, "Ela shesama chatana amashkashu shemayim piryoi ratzalim ham yuchid loy kafit tivish nasan lakal bar nasan loy v'hoyel akoydim achet shadam akoydim shechata adam b'rishim." So I don't know what the the, the diuk of gimel is that chelam is. Teva Shalahem and Eitz Piryoi is not Peda Shalahem. I'm not sure. I can think of possible as Hezbeidim that Nosnu Chelam is talking about the actual tree, that the tree itself naturally produces it, whereas Piryoi, its fruit, isn't talking about what the Eitz has. Or rather, it's talking about the fruit, not the tree. But again, from the carbon iron, it doesn't seem like that way. But anyway.
someone has any uh, clarity on that, feel free to send me a message or to comment in the uh, on, on this on the bottom of the uh, YouTube video. Okay, all to say that that the um, the Todas Kohenim which says Oisin Pedos because it's a natural phenomenon as it was prior to creation, therefore it's Eitzes of the Yitin period Yitin naturally. As opposed to the Gemara, oh, one second, the covenant iron quote of the Pasuk, which says, which Pasuk? Imperiai, is it Lysipater? Or which one is it? Eat Imperiai? Or no? It's also the Eat Imperiai, it's not my Eating, which is the natural Pasuk, as opposed to Nasa Piriai. Again, it's the same. Same Russian period. So I'm not really sure that there's a difference. I mean, the difference, the difference of Nasa and Noisin, he always been earlier, right? In Gimel, Nasa Chelam versus Noisa. But the period is what's bothering me. Anyway, even though the Pasuk the Carbon Iron quoted is the other Pasuk of H. Sadi Imperial. Akaponim. So the Territus Kanim, which says Oisin Pedos as a natural reality, because that's the way it was before creation, before Chita uh, Das. Whereas the Gemara says Yitnu. As if like it's a foreign entity to it. It's not natural for it to produce fruit. Because Be'etzim, Etaka didn't produce fruit, according to that opinion. And that's what says now. And based on this, we might say, we're going to go through to the end of the Sif, and then we're going to come back to look at the artists. That the difference between Tereus Kohenim and the Gemara is connected to a Machlekes that we find in B'nai Shisrabah. Which over there is Machlekes, which again we're going to look it up when we go through the hardest. In Betilus Abrahil on Israq, the Atta, Noisipedus, Eloi. Whether or not there was such a thing as Elon Israq. One opinion says that before the Chet Etzadas, there was no such thing as Elon Israq. Every tree gave fruit, and, and the, the idea of Elon Israq started at the Chet. And the other opinion is, that there was Ilan Israq even before the Khaitas. And therefore, Hatayras Kayin, Tayras Kayin, Kayi followed Bishrab Pinchas, the Bereish Rabba. Shalomid, which learns Shafil Ilan Israq Osapedis, that everything gave fruit, even that which today is Ilan Israq. Back then it wasn't. There was no such thing as Ilan Israq. And the Yalaf and Ibdullah from the Pasak, which says, the eight Oisapri. Now Lafiza, Hanimash Lan Israq Sidim Lis Oisapedis, therefore the fact that Shia comes to Ilan Israq are going to produce fruit. It's not a change in my sabbatishes. This very tree is going to revert back to the way it was at the beginning. And and this is in the context of all the drushes there, as we noted before. I'm going to look at it again in a moment. The Terrier's Kohen makes a bunch of drushes about what's going to happen to the fruit in those days. And that that it's going to uh, and all of that comes in the context of and including that is and the same thing is true of that's just going to revert back to its original nature. But the Gemara, we can say, follows the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, 
Ben Rebshalom, Ben Shalom, which we're going to learn in the Teres Kayanim, where there he's of the opinion, sorry, the opinion mentioned in the Bereshit Rabbah, I'm sorry, that at the time of creation, the Taka wasn't, wasn't that every single tree in the, in the world produced fruit. There were, there were such a thing as Ilan Esrak. And therefore, in Cain, if so, Nimsa, the result is, Shanesi is paid to him, Lasif. The fact that Mashiach comes, they're going to start producing fruit. It is a Chiddush, because it never existed even before the Chait. And that's what the Gemara says, Yitnu, that they're going to be Toyin, Pedis, something foreign to them, because in the Gemara's view, slash that one opinion of Rabbi Yehuda ben Shalom in the, in the, in the Medrash, the Taka was no, there was such a thing as Elan Islak before the Chait had to das. And therefore, even if the world goes back to the way it was before the Chait, it's still, it's still not going to be Elan Islak, Ais and Pedis. And therefore, the fact that it will be is a Chidish and Ma'is of now, which means, therefore, that the Rambam is passing like Teres Kainim, not like the Gemara. If it's a Machlekes, Teres Kainim and Gemara. And the Gemara is of the opinion that before Chetet Das, there was such a thing as Elon Israq. And therefore, even if the world goes back to the way it was before the Chet, there's, there's there, there, there wouldn't be an Elon Israq. There would still be Elon Israq. And the fact that Elon Isaac or Nesipedis is a Chiddush in my Sibiratius. And therefore, that can't be the opinion of the Rambam. The Rambam must be following the Teres Kayanim, which is of the view that, that uh, it's of the Yitin Piryoi, the, the trees will give fruit because it's naturally supposed to give fruit. It's just the hate messed it up. And this is in line with the opinion in, Tere, in, the, in the Medrash, which says that before the Chet Tetzadas, the Taka were trees that produce, the Taka were no such thing as trees that were Elon Isaac. All trees produced fruit, even those that are today Elon Isaac. Okay, so now we're going to go to Ha'ara 43 and 43 star, and then 246 as well. So let's look at all the relevant sources before we do that to get some clarity. We're going to go back and forth between them. So let's begin with, okay, Teres Kainim we saw here. Actually, we're going to look at it more detailed in the next ice, in ice, uh, in ice Zion. We'll look at that in more detail. Let's begin with the Medrash that quotes. Okay, so the, the, the Pasuk the says that the Agura Adama, that the earth was also cursed after the Chet Yitzhadas. So the Medrash asks, Amar Vitzat Magdala, Afem Yesh okay, sorry, uh, it talked before about the uh, earth producing flies, and that's supposed to be a punishment, but Rabbi Magdala says, no, that's actually not a punishment, it's good for them, they like to have that. Okay, so why was the earth cursed? So it says, Rabbi Huda ben Shalom and Rabbi Pinchas. Rabbi Huda ben Shalom and Rabbi Pinchas argued about this. Rabbi Huda ben Shalom said, because the earth disobeyed Hashem's command. This is what Hashem told the earth. In which, just like the, the, fruit is, the tree, the fruit is eaten, so too the tree itself should be eaten. So Hashem wanted that even bark should be edible. But the earth disobeyed and didn't do that. The earth produced grass. Not And that's why it was punished because it disobeyed Hashem's command. Hashem said to make the eight nechal. And the earth decided, no, we're going to make eight nechal. So that is the opinion of Huda ben Shalom. Now, the Pinchas Aymer. 
not only did it not disobey, but it actually did more than what Hashem asked. Some Colossus of Sermbaira, he was excited or decided to overdo Hashem's command. Namely, the, the ground made every tree produce fruit. That every tree, even trees that are today, they made fruits, even though Hashem didn't command it. He did more than what Hashem asked. Hashem said, make trees. Implicit was some trees without fruit. And comes the earth and says, no, we're going to do more and we're going to make eight. And then because of the hate, it went back to the point. It went back. Uh, and because of the hate, it lost that privilege. And some trees are indeed on Israq as a result of the hate. Right? And um, so here's the two opinions. Ibn Ben Shalom says that there was such a thing as Ilan Israq. Right, because let's just finish this. According to Bidram Shalom, it makes sense why the earth was punished because it disobeyed Hashem's command. Hashem said to make eight nechal, and it decided no. And that's why it's punished. So according to Pinchas, why was it punished? It did more than what Hashem asked. Hashem told it, Hashem didn't tell it to make every single tree bear fruit, and it made every tree bear fruit. It made did better than what Hashem asked. So why should it be punished? This is a translation, it's not the original Lashon HaMedrash, if I'm not mistaken. I think the original Lashon HaMedrash is in uh, Aramaic, I think. Anyway, uh, you know, cursed is the one who weaned this person. You know, we say about um, when someone misbehaves, you know, you, you know, cursed is the one who raised this person. So cursed is the earth that produced this uh, this problem for other Manchava. Okay, and that's why he's also cursed. So, which comes out like this. According to Buddha Shalom, it wasn't cursed for, um, it wasn't cursed for, for disobeying with regard to Ilan Israq, which means there never was Ilan Israq. And that's the opinion of the Gemara. Whereas their Pinchas is saying, it did more than what Hashem asked. Hashem didn't ask it to make every single tree bear fruit, but it did make tree bear fruit, which means before the Chait, there was no such thing as Ilan Israq. And therefore, and that's the opinion of the Torah's coming in, that when Mashiach comes, to go back to the way it was before creation, before the Chait, when then there was no such thing as Ilan Israq, and therefore, Eight isip, the all trees, eight isip, every single tree will produce bear fruit, and that's its natural way, because that's the way it was at the beginning of creation. That is the, the Madrash. So now let's look at the Ha'ara, Ha'ara 43 star. Other way, sorry. Yerushalmi Klein Perakei, Halachazayim, the Fni Hapnei Moshe. That Lebezam and Amram, both are Behudim and Shalom, the same opinions are mentioned there. Yehudim and Shalom and Pinchas. And there the Gemara said, there the Yoshami says, according to both of them, there were Ilan Israq then. Shaloy no Supedas, that did not bear fruit. According to one opinion, the fact that it produced Ilan Israq is it disobeyed Hashem's command. Because Hashem said to make everything make fruit. And he said, no, I'm going to make it on Israq. And that's over uh, al-Sivoy. And that's the reason why I was cursed. The fact that it made it on Israq, even though Hashem said to make every single fruit bear tree, every single tree bear fruit, the fact that it made it on Israq is some chabat It's not a break in Hashem's command. It's actually to add to Hashem's command. How is that? Because people need it. People need to have trees that don't make fruit so that you can use it for 
for to build homes, to build things, not just for eating. Now the Rebbe is inciting to the Marapanam on the Rishami and then the Farshim of Bereshis and to what he said in the R39. So what's what's with all these Siyonim? I mean, seemingly they were just telling us that the Rishami is different than the Medrash Rabbah. The Medrash has a case whether or not there's, there was Ilan Israq before the Chait. According to Pinchas, there was no such thing as Ilan Israq. And according to Sholem ben Yudah ben Sholem, there was such a thing as Ilan Israq. Now he's telling us that the Rishami is different, that both are Ilan Israq. Both of them agree that there was such a thing as Ilan Israq that did not have fruit. But is that fact that there's not a bad thing? Because Hashem said to make every single tree have fruit. Or is that a good thing? Because even though Hashem said to make, to make trees with fruit, the earth made extra trees that don't have fruit so we can use it for stones, so we can use it for building. Right? So it's a difference between Yerushalmi and the Medrash. But let's look at these artists, these footnotes, and we'll see what's going on here. Let's start with the Medrash, with the Yerushalmi, I'm sorry. So the Yerushalmi says like this, Tanya B'Shem Lezer, Mutter Hulagoy Lezer of Olivash Kalayim. Goy is allowed to wear Kalayim, and to make Kalayim. Avalei Arbiya Behem Doi Kalayim. They can't have Kalayim Behema. Avalei Harkiv Ilan Kalayim. And you can't make Harkava, you can't do Kalayim Ilan, which is to make, uh, to graft crossbreed trees. Lama, why? Pinesha Kosa Behem Luminayim. Because the Pasuk says that trees are to grow in their types. So Hashem wants each type of tree to remain separate from each other. Because Lemineim, they're created in their types. And the Gemara asks, It also says by grass that it's Lemineim. All different, not just grass, all different uh, uh, um, all different uh, things that grow, whatever it is. It says Lemineim. And therefore, it shouldn't just be a kilai ilan that a guy is not allowed to do, but it should be all kilai, even kilai zriya. Right? Because over there it also says limineyan. Says the Gemara, no. Enksibitsivoy elabaitsa. Limineyan is not in Hashem's command. Hashem didn't command the earth to produce the shoyan limineyan. It just said tachiara is desha. Stam, without saying limineyan. But when it actually produced, the earth changed from what Hashem said and added Lemineyan. Okay, so now the Gemara asks, now here comes the part which is similar to the Medrash. If so, why did the earth get cursed? Okay. How you touch this thing is up for the different Mepharshim. Let's just go with the simple way, which is if the earth added, meaning Hashem didn't say Lemineyan, and they made Lemineyan. So why, why get cursed? So now we have the Machlekes here. Because he was cursed because he didn't listen to Hashem's command. So what was Hashem's command? Hashem said, make things grow. But, he, but that's, the earth didn't do that. So what's the difference between the command and the actual the actual? of the fruit, of the produce from the earth, of the growth from the earth, is the word lemineu. So what exactly does that mean? What exactly did the earth do that Hashem said not to do? Now, I actually saw some of Farshim, and you could say that the difference is Hashem told him to make Eitz Michael, and he didn't make Eitz Michael, Eitz Nechal, I'm sorry, that Hashem wanted Eitz Nechal, and he didn't make Eitz Nechal. 
right? That's what you could have said. And then it would be the same as the with the Medrashava. But if you look here, it's a little bit small. I hope you can see it. This is the Pnei Moshe, which says, and that's what tells us, look at the Roshami, a coin to Pnei Moshe. So the Pnei Moshe is touching in in Yudah ben Shalom that what's the Pshat that the earth didn't listen to Hashem it's in the fact that it made a Ilan Esrak. Okay, so according to Rabbi Yudah ben Shalom in the Rishalmi, there was no such thing as Ilan Esrak. I'm sorry, there was such a thing as Ilan Esrak before the Chet and that's why how it defied Hashem's command. Hashem said to make no such thing as Ilan Esrak but it made Ilan Esrak. Rapinchas Omar Samcha B'tzivoy V'hoi that the fact that it made Ilan Israq is not of Ra'al Tzivoy, but actually Samcha B'tzivoy. It added. How did it add? And that's the, the Pnei Menach. How does, how does uh, making Ilan Israq an addition, a positive addition on top of Hashem's command? This explains the Pnei Moshe, which they ever quoted. The fact that the, it made Ilan Israq is not to be over Hashem's command, but some Chabot was excited about Hashem's command. Vayisif and did more. Vayitziyah gamal on Israq and produced all the trees that Hashem expected with the with the Paris, and then added more trees that are on Israq. Why? Because people need wood and people need tree, people need buildings. So Hashem made so the earth made a non fruit bearing trees for this purpose. And then the Yeshami began to conclude, why was it cursed? Um, if it did good, and answer because. Cursed is the one that produced the that that that, that weaned this one, you know, cursed the earth for producing the problem of the Eitzadas. Okay. So that explains this part of the order. Look at the Yashami, according to the Pnei Moshe, which teaches that what's the mistake according to Rav Sholom ben Yudin and Yashami? The mistake is that he made Ilan Israq. So according to Rav Pinchas, the fact that the earth made Ilan Israq was a good thing. According to Rav Sholom, Yudin ben Sholom, the fact that he made Ilan Israq was a bad thing. But the holidays, there was such a thing as Ilan Israq. And therefore, this is not like the Medrash, which said that according to Rabbi Yudin, according to Shalom ben Yudin, there was, according to Rabbi um, Pinchas, the earth did, uh, um, made Ilan Israq. So let, let, let's, let's, make, let's make this a little bit clearer now. Look at this. Um, Sorry, here, made a little chart here to make it easier to follow. Okay, not all these details are clear yet because we didn't see everything yet, but let's do it for now. So the Medrash said, right? No, it didn't. It didn't. Right, and this is based on the R46. So look at R46. Where the Rebbe says, that uh, where is forty six? Here, that the Gemara is of the is like the opinion in the Medrash, which says that particular Sabriya there was no Ilan Israq. But according to the Rishami, everybody agreed there was no such thing as Ilan Israq. That we noted already, based on the Pnei Moshe, learning the Medrash during the Rishami, everybody agreed there was no such thing as Ilan Israq. There was such a thing as Ilan Israq. I'm sorry, before the Chet, there were certain trees that didn't make fruit. But now they're saying, why is they saying this? Because 
Yehuda Ber Shimon didn't talk about Ilon Esrak. All he said was that Hashem asked Eitz Nechal. In the Medrash, the discussion of Yehuda Ber Shalom is not about Ilon Esrak. Now Pinchas talked about Ilon Esrak. That Hashem said to be Eitz Esapri, and he defied Hashem's command and made Ilon Esrak. Defied Hashem's command. And the Yehuda Ber Yehuda says, that Hashem wanted Eitz Nachal, and he, and he defied Hashem's command by making, um, by making Eina Eitz Nachal. I'm sorry, the Pinchas in the, in the, in the Medrash is not Avra, it's Haisifa, it's added. Hashem said to make Eitz Oisip, Hashem said to make, uh, Hashem didn't, Hashem allowed for the possibility of Elon Yisrak, and he added by making no such thing as Elon Yisrak. The earth added. But, but uh, Sholem, Yudabar Sholem doesn't mention anything about Elon Yisrak in the Medrash. All he says is that Hashem wanted eight Nachal, and he didn't listen, and eight wasn't Nachal. And that was the mistake. But according to the Yerushalmi, the way the Pnei Menashe learned, what was the mistake of the earth according to the, according to the Yerushalmi Pnei Menashe? The mistake was that he made Elon Israq when he wasn't supposed to make Elon Israq. That was a mistake. Okay. Now, what's, what's the opinion of Abu Shalom with respect to Elon Israq in the Medrash, where all he talks about is that Hashem said to make eight Nachal, and he made eight Lay Nachal. So, what's his opinion about Elon Israq? Lachurah, his opinion is basically that there, um, that there was no such thing as Elon Israq. Because he's, he's arguing with Rapinchas. He's arguing with Rapinchas. Rapinchas said that Hashem said that he added on Hashem's command and made Ilan Israq. So, in the Medrash's view, making Ilan Israq is a positive thing, even if Hashem didn't tell you to do so. Whereas Abshalom by Yehuda is saying that the earth was not doing positive action, it was undermining Hashem's command. So, if according to the Medrash, the way of Yehuda by Shalom in the Medrash, the earth is undermining Hashem's command, why would it then go ahead and add Ilan Israq? Which in the Medrash's view is a positive thing. And therefore, says the Rebbe, the Pashtos, the opinion of Dasar Behudar Barashimin is that the earth did not make Ilan Israq, because that would have been a positive thing. And Behudar Barashalom is saying that the earth didn't do a positive thing. Okay. And therefore, we come to our chart and we say like this that in the Medrash, Behudar Barashalom, did the tree make, were, were, were there such a thing as? Did all trees make fruit? No, there was before such a thing as Elan Israq, because why not? There's no command one way or the other. But eight Nechal in the Medrash? No. And that's the why, this is exactly why it did wrong. But according to Rapinchas in the Medrash, the earth was only positive. Well, I, why is it cursed? It's cursed because cursed is the mother that weaned it, right? Cursed is the mother that nursed this child. So cursed is the earth that produced these trees. But really, in its command, did everything right? Did, did all Elon Israq make trees? Absolutely. And that's how it proved its worth. That's how it added to Hashem's command. It added to Hashem's command by making all trees bear fruit, not just Elon Israq, not just the, some fruits, some trees make fruit, but all trees make fruit. And that's the way it added to Hashem's command. That's the Medrash. That's the Medrash of Pinchas, which would be the Torah's Karnim. Now, what's the opinion of Rabbi Pinchas? He didn't say anything. Right? It almost seems like Rabbi Yehuda Bar Shalom and Rabbi are talking across paths. Because Rabbi Yehuda Bar Shalom is talking about whether it's Nachal or not. That's what he actually talked about. We actually talked about this. 
But we infer that because he's arguing with our Pinchas, he says this, that there were trees that didn't bear fruit. And that's what they were saying in R46. But what about Rapinchas' opinion about, about Eitz Nechel? Do we say that because he's arguing with Yehuda Rashalom, and Yehuda Rashalom said that he didn't make Eitz Nechel, therefore he did make, therefore according to Rapinchas, he did make Eitz Nechel? Now, I'm writing over here, yes, they did make Eitz Nechel. Our Piyatzi were based on Hashem's command. And, and this is based on the Mepharshim. Never tells us, look at the Mepharshim in Medrash And there the Mepharshim all say, if Rapinchas is saying, that the earth did more than Hashem's command, so certainly it did Hashem's command. And if Hashem's command is it should be eight nachal, then certainly it's eight nachal. That's what the Mepharshim all say here. Like we see here. Ma'achashe Yisifa, you see the period here. Ma'achashe Yisifa, koshkein shleich hasem natsivoy. Bekai mo'ikr, shayitziyah, eitz pri. And likewise over here. Shleich over el afa Yisifa, shesom chadayt loymar, shesere tzene isparach tfei, bapi shleich tzivu b'lan israk, he did more. Okay, so the Medrash is clear, hopefully. There's a lot of opinions, hard to put them all together, but I hope we're getting clear because of this uh, graph, I hope that helps. So, Yehudah Bar Shalom says, there were such a thing as b'lan israk, and not all trees bear fruit, based on the Hara, because Yehudah Bar Shalom is arguing with Rapinchas, and that would be the opinion of the Teres Kohen. I'm sorry, of the Gemara. That at the time of creation, there was such a thing as Ilan Israq, not all trees bear fruit. Rapinchas clearly states that yes, Ilan Israq also gave fruit before their chet, and that's exactly how he proved Samcha, that he did more than what Hashem asked. Rapinchas, Rabbi Huda Shalom, when he gave to Eitz Nechal before the chet, says, no, he didn't. Hashem asked him to make Eitz Nechal, he didn't, and that's why he was punished. According to Rapinchas, based on what the Mepharshim said, and he, he did, the earth did make eight nach, the trees eight nachal. Why? Because if it added to Hashem's tzivoy, certainly it did Hashem's tzivoy. Now what about the Yishami? Going with the Yishami based on the Pnei Moshe. We both agree that there was no such a, that there was such a thing as Lone Israq. And did Lone Israq make payas? No and no. The question is only, of Raal tzivoy, the fact that it decided to make Ilan Israq, is that a bad thing? And that's the Pnei Moshe Taisht? Or was it a good thing? By adding new things that people can make buildings. Okay. So this could be everything that was telling us to look at. But, as you saw on the order here, never tells us to look at the... Never tells us also to look at the Marakoyan, which we have, Marapanim, which we haven't done yet. And... Had listened to the Eloh of 39. So where does that fit in? So we saw the Mepharshim to Bereshis Rabbah, and it could be that they telling us to look at the Mepharshim to Bereshis Rabbah because the Mepharshim add this column here. That's, that's what the Mepharshim add. Mepharshim add this detail, that if he added to the Tzivoy, according to Arpenachas, by making, by not making Elon Israq, by making every tree give fruit, then certainly did the Tzivoy of Eitz Nachal. Okay? That could be why they were telling us to look at the Mepharshim. But I think there's more because it comes in the context of in between Maraponim and Reynis and Lehalar 39. So, what does the Maraponim say? So, I'm not going to look at the whole Maraponim. It's a long article, it's a shikal pilpul. And basically, this whole pilpul goes around. I quoted a certain part here because it's going to begin now and again later that everybody's going to cite to it again. But he makes a whole pilpul about uh, the halacha of whether or not you're allowed to be marked, whether there's such a thing as Kilayan between different types of Ilan Israq. And he says, based on the, the Yerushalmi here, that 
the chiyuv or the isra of Israq is based on its sivuy of Hashem, not the Hitzah. And because there was no tzivuy to make Ilan Israq, right? There was no tzivuy to make by Ilan Israq. It says over here. I don't know if you can read it, it's a bit unclear. Right? According to the Yerushalmi here, both according to Shalom, both according to Pinchas, Hashem did not say to make Ilan Israq. But they went ahead and made Ilan Israq. And either that was Avral Tzivoy or that was Haisifa. But either way, Hashem didn't command it. And if the Isser of Kilaim is based on what Hashem commanded the earth should do, then because Hashem never commanded Ilan Israq, therefore, there's no problem to be Kilayim for Ilan Israq because Ilan Israq was never commanded to be, to be produced. So Kubi Derb is quoting it for that, to tell us that the Rambam's of the view that there was no such command to make Ilan Israq. And if there's no such command to Ilan Israq, maybe you can go with the opinion of Rapinchas slash that there was no such thing as Ilan Israq, and therefore Mashiach comes and it goes back to the original nature, it's going to now also not be in Ilan Israq. Even Ilan Israq will get fruit because it's not going to be such a thing as Ilan Israq. That could be where I was quoting it, but I think there's another reason that I was quoting it, and that puts it in context of all the other things that were quotes. And that is over here. The Maripanam writes, Likewise, if you look at some of the Farshim on the Tzairas Kayanim, on the Madrish, which they ever told us to look at. Over here also he says, Same thing over here. Uh, no, does the HS have mentioned this? No. But the Matnas Kuna does. So if maybe they were telling us to look at the Mafarshim on the Ramba, on the telling us to look at the Mara coin, the Mara upon him, and telling us to look at the Mafarshim of British Sabbath, tell us that Taka, there's a difference between the Madrish and the Yerushalmi. But then the Rebbe says to look before what it says in the Hara 39. Within the Hara 39, what do we have? They would tell us to look at the carbon iron and the Drashas Tzayas Hashem Tamimah. Whereas again, you'll remember these two are the sources for us for this idea that when Mashiach comes, everything reverts back to the way it was before the Chet. Which would mean, I guess, it further supports that at least according to some opinion, there was such a, there, Ilan Israq existed, and uh, ev, uh, Ilan Israq produced fruit um, even before the Etadas, because otherwise, you, you have two Nuschois, right? You have the Yerushalmi, you have the Bereshit Rabba. And each of those two Nuschois have two opinions, Pinchas and Yudav Shalom. In the Yerushalmi, both opinions say there was no, there, there was such a thing as Ilan Israq. Either it was a good thing, it was a bad thing, but there was such a thing as Ilan Israq. In the, in the Medrash Rabba, there's only one opinion, Rapinchas, which is of the view that says that there was no such thing as Ilan Israq and that all fruit gave tree, all trees gave fruit, right? Look in here. Ilan Israq also paid us. You only have one cane. You have three loys over here. In the Yerushalmi, both opinions say no, not all trees gave fruit. And here also, so it's like a minority opinion. Why would you go with it? Why would you go with a minority opinion? Maybe that's why that tells us to look at these Mepharshim and to look at upon him that. These Mepharshim are comparing the Yerushalmi and, and the Medeshaba, kind of giving the Medeshaba as much weight, so to speak, as the Yerushalmi, only that the different Nusachis and the different Nusach is what lands us with this opinion that there was such a thing as, there was no such thing as Lanisak before the Chait, this one opinion of the Penachas, and look before Ramban and, and, and look before in Hara 39, 
uh, where carbon iron writes, like we saw before, that the Torah is kind of explicitly stating that everything goes back to the way it was before the Chet includes Ilon Israq, right? Name Ilon Israq, Shibtevam, Rehem, Rekim, Bapri, the Kamzoya, the Maisebereshis. Shalanis Kishim Ilon Israq. I don't know, Uli Yishlam, if anybody has another beer as to why they ever quotes all these things without giving us a clear way of stitching all these things together, um, feel free to comment or send me a message. Okay, so now we go back to the Prima de Sikha. Hope that was clear. And there's a lot of different opinions. Hope that was clear. Hope the diagram also helped there. Okay, now let's go right there in the Sikha. Now that rejects, explains why he rejects this shot. We cannot say that means that the world's going to go back and revert back to the way it was prior to uh, the Chet. Why can't we say that? Aleph, number one. First of all, before you even get to the Rambam, to say in Teres Karenim itself, the Teres Karenim means that all the miracles are going to happen, that uh, uh, and that is all because it's going to go back to the way with other Mauritian. That itself is shver, even in the Teres Karenim, before you get to the Rambam. Because the Pasuk, in certain elements mentioned before in the Pasuk, over there it says, it's because of the way it was by the Mauritian. And Taka, those are derived from Sukkim with regard to what happened in my Doesn't say that. This is the Pasuk in Baruch Kaisai. Okay, so for this, when you get to this thing that it's going to produce Ben Yomai, that's Befeder talking about the way it was before it was. Okay. Again, he's quoting Ben Yomai. So now again, not just uh, not just the Nizras voice of Paris Benyamin, but even Elon the two of voice of Paris Benyamin. That's again and again was introduced by this idea of Kadesh Asin Mother Marisha. But and when it comes again to but when it comes to nine shah eights Asilias Nachal, Hamadamir eights pretty. Now over here it doesn't say Befadish Kadesh Asin Mother Marisha. But as the carbon iron pointed out, the Pasuk 8 pre comes from Mycebaratius, which means this too is because it's going back to Mycebaratius. But then when it comes to Manan Shafazan Israq, I see them lease Oisim Pedes. Tamalim of Aces of the Eastern period, it quotes the Pasuk in the Chokaisa, not doesn't make any reference to the way it was by other Mauritians. Even though the carbon iron did say so, it had been saying Labdaf. Even though the carbon iron said the same thing that the Ilan Isaac to him make him a pre, the Gamza Mycebaratius. But they were saying, not necessarily the case. It doesn't say that here. Over here, it only says that Befedish, Benegea, to the first two things, that Zera is Oisib and Yemai, and 
Pri and uh, Elon Noita is Oisa Pri Ben Yomai. And Benegea too, Eitz Nachal, that you can also argue because the post, because the Gemara, because the Teres Kenyam quotes the Pasuk by Maisa Benedictus, that it's also because it's going back to the way it was. When it comes to Elon Nisak, it doesn't say so. So even the Teres Kenyam, Lav Dafka, is it clear to say that the fact that Elon Nisak are going to be fruit is because that's the way it was by Tchilas Sabriya. Now, base. Even if we're going to suggest, when the Medrash says at the beginning, right beginning, and this, says the Rebbe, is is talking about all the things. And therefore, even if you're going to say that, even if you're going to say that all of the elements mentioned in the med- in Teres Karim, even the idea of Ilan Israq, Isapetis, is also because Kedersh Oisabimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
that the world when Mashiach comes is going to revert back to the way it was before the Chet. He himself says that before the Chet, the Eitz was not Nechal. Which means even though the Karban Aaron said that in Torah's Karanim, the fact that the Eitz Nechal is because that's the way it was by Tchilas Abriya, the Ramban's not of that view. The Ramban himself says, we're going to look at the source in a minute, the lawyer of Yekin she'etz nachal of ne'achet. And Rashi agrees. Rashi goes with the opinion of, of uh, Rabbi Yudabar Shalom in the Medrash, based on the Pnei Moshe, that the, mis- that the mistake that the earth did was by producing, I'm sorry, the mis- it goes according to the opinion of Rabbi Yudabar Shalom in the Medrash, that the mistake the earth made is Hashem wanted etz nachal and he made not etz nachal. Which means both according to Ramban and according to Rashi, even before the Chet, there was no such thing as Eitz Nechal. Which means, therefore, that the Eitz Nechal in Mashiach's time is unrelated to the way it was with Tchil Right? Because because Tchil the Eitz was not Nechal according to Ramban and Rashi. So let's see the Ramban and Rashi. So here's the Ramban. The Ramban in Bereshis is quoting the Pasuk, which says that Hashem says uh, that uh, that you should that the other Bereshim was told to eat from all the everything that grows on the earth. And Rashi there says that both animals and human beings, other Manchava, were to be eating in the same status. That's to say they're all going to eat plants and not eat animals. They're going to eat together. The Lashon in Rashi is called uh, Yerek, where is it? Animals and humans will eat together. Humans meaning other will eat together from through the land. And the idea of eating animals only came after Noyach. Now the Ramban says no. It's not true that other were not allowed to eat animals until after the Mabal by, by Noyach's time. Nonetheless, there was a difference between humans and animals. Animals had to eat. Um, the, the ASEV itself, whereas humans ate pre hides, right? It says, uh, So before the Chet Ketadas, according to Ramban, humans were told to eat fruit from the tree, but not any of the growth itself. Now, the Ramban doesn't say clearly that the eight that the eight wasn't edible. He just says that Hashem told them they can't eat it. But the Chorah, if they can't eat it, why would it be edible? The Pashtas. Now Rashi, which as I mentioned before, actually says that humans and animals ate the same, which means humans were allowed to eat uh, the actual eights. And even according to him, the eights wasn't nachal, even though there was no command against it. Right? Eights pri, shiatama, eights katama pri, that's what Hashem wanted. The Hiloyosakain, elevatoitsi arats, the goimer, the eights oise pri, the loya eights pri itself, the fichach kishnaskal. Hashem punished the earth along with the with Adam because of the mistake that he that the earth made. So maybe this is how the Hara flows. Everest first starts off by saying that maybe the terrorist kingdom is giving a general introduction. And maybe that covers all the things that will follow, including Eitz Nachal and Ilan Israq. Maybe that's what you're going to say. And they rejected that by saying that even if you're going to say that, about the Teres Koenim, maybe that's a correct reading of, of the Teres Koenim, like the carbon iron suggests to be the Teres Koenim, but that can't be the issue, that can't be the reason why 
means to revert back to because the original Teva was Hashem didn't want it to make Ilone, uh, Hashem wanted there to be Ilone Israq, and the earth changed and made no Ilone Israq. Even if you're going to say the terrorist coming and is saying that Mashiach is going to go back the way it was by before the Chait, but before the Chait doesn't mean it's original Teva. It's original Teva is what Hashem wanted. That's what they reject, rejected in the Pnim. Now they're saying in the Haram, one second, furthermore, the Ramban says that humans did not eat um, the actual AIDS. And presumably that means because the AIDS was not Nechal. And yet the Ramban is also of the opinion that Mashiach is going to come and revert back to pre chait And obviously he also agrees that AIDS Nechal. So obviously the fact that AIDS Nechal Mashiach comes is not related to the fact that before the chait is not related to the fact of the world going back to the way it was before the chait because before the chait still ate in a Nechal. Now, even according to Rashi, where humans were allowed to eat eights, it still was, wasn't eights oisapri. It still wasn't eights nechal. That's the how this order flows. And therefore, the fact that when Mashiach comes, there's going to be eights nechal, and therefore the same thing with non israq making fruit, doesn't have to be related to the fact that the world's going back to the way it was before the chait. This is maybe how this flows. Okay. Now, the third reason why the Rebbe rejects this, this, this solution. This solution that of the that means that we're going back to the way the world was before the chait. So first, the Rebbe says it's difficult to say that that's trapped in teres karenim because teres karenim doesn't mention explicitly at ilan israk that it's going back to the way it was. Even if you're going to touch that way in teres karenim, that's not the original nature that that there shouldn't be ilan israk for character. The original nature is that there should be ilan israk because that's what Hashem wanted. Just that He somcha the earth added, and now here the Rebbe comes comes the Iker spirit of the Rebbe's opinion, the Iker Kash of the Rebbe. However you're going to touch Teres Kainim, however you're going to touch what's Pshat, its original nature. Whether you're going to resolve Repinchus or whether you're going to resolve Teres Kainim, in the Rambam it's difficult to touch this way. From the continuation of what the Rambam writes, Shiloh, the Rambam is coming to the gate, not a Chiddush in Maisabadeshis, not a Chiddush in how Hashem created the world. I know that is it is gonna that there's not when she comes, there's not gonna be anything that ever was in creation. That's not what the Rambam, that's not what the Rambam is saying. The change is in the way in the world is accustomed to acting, not its inherent nature. It could have a thousand inherent natures, but that's not the minog of the oilam. The world's gonna keep we're gonna look at the artist in a minute. The, the world is continues to operate on its custom. So how, what's the custom right now of the world? The custom of the world right now is Ilan Israq do not produce fruit. Ah, it has an embedded teva. That's not the minigav. That's not its minig. And if the world, if the, if Ilan Israq are going to start producing fruit, that's, even if it's, it's nature somewhere deep down in, in its original history, it's not the minig. As there was mafarat. Pidush minhag yishlalom. What's prat minhag yishlalom? Hanishalom is naga poil bukfiyas. Minhag yishlalom means that this is the way the world operates as a matter of fact. <coughs> Excuse me. It makes a difference when this minug started. Whether the minug of the way the world operates now started at the beginning of creation or later, at the chet, and says that in Hora 50, the date for the current Hanhag is even later. Never mind by the chet, it's even later. Because only after the only after the Mabel does Hashem promise nothing's going to change in the world. But either way, it doesn't make a difference when the minute started. 
The minig is the way it operates now. Because the meaning right now is that certain trees don't bear fruit and, and wild animals are wild. The Rebbe's kasha and the It's been thousands of years that these are the, that certain trees don't produce fruit and animals are wild. This becomes the current status of the world's minig, even if someone embedded in its deep history it wasn't that way. And if some change happens, in opposition to the way it behaves now, this is considered a bit even if once upon a time, it once was that way. Before we get to the next uh, parentheses with the harder, we'll get the harder here in 49. The Rebbe says like this, move on. So let's see what they were talking about. Over here, right, I mentioned, we mentioned this before, there's Perikid Beis and Perikid Alf and Perikid Beis. And Perikid Alf, the Rambam talks about um, that Mashiach doesn't have to do any miracles. Like it says over here, Well, here he uses the Lashen, Machadish. There's nothing Machadish. Or Machaya Mason, etc. And he brings the Raya from Rabbi Kiva. We talked about that Raya in the last year. So here the Lashon is, not that Mashiach isn't going to change the Minuk, but that Mashiach isn't going to be Machadish anything, right? Whereas the Lashon here is, in the beginning of Pedekid Beis, the Lashon is, they recorded it right at the beginning. Here the Lashon is, Al Yalal Alev, Shebeis Mashiach, Yavasatov Minogish Lailam, number one, Oish Yashach Shemuchidish Maise Bereshis, El Oilam Kumanaganog, so it's like three things. First of all, the world's going to keep on operating as is. And moreover, there won't even be a chiddush and But rather, the world's going to operate, not just that nothing's going to change from here, but that the current minug is going to continue. So there's, it's like, it's not only we're not going to be mevatel minug, but the current minug is going to continue. And not only we're not going to be mevatel minug, but we're not going to be mechadash anything and the and the current minug is going to continue. Not just, not just we're not going to be mavatl, but even that which is will continue as is. So therefore, the, the double lushin negates the notion that somehow going back to the way it was thousands of years ago is not considered a shinui. That's definitely a shinui of the minig oilam atta. Back to where we are, which means, therefore, we could say, by the way, then, suggesting this, maybe I'm wrong, that had the lushin only been that Mashiach is not going to be machadish anything, as is the Lashon in Perakid Aleph, where Mashiach doesn't have to be mevatl anything, then maybe Yitaka could have said that he's not being machadish anything in Maish Sibirashis, but he's going back to the beginning of Maish Sibirashis. That Yitaka could have said. But since the Lashon is, the world's going to continue as it is, then you can't say already that we're going back to the way it was at the beginning of Maish Sibirashis, which means like this beauty of Avedis HaKodesh could apply to Perakid Aleph, but not to Perakid Beis, maybe. And maybe that's what I was doing this see on here by saying which is different because the Beis is here is double expression. Um, and Okay, harder 50 we saw already. Now let's go to print the final point here, the parentheses. And footnote 52 and 51. Okay. Now, the ain't welcome Lemar. Don't say, says the Rebbe. 
pointer. Here. Don't say, says the Rabbi, that trees, even ones that don't bear fruit, never lost their minug. Even now, they're supposed to bear fruit. But because of external forces, they don't make any fruit That really, these are calm animals, but there's an external force forcing them to act wild. Don't say that. That's, that, that's, that's not the case. It would be a very schwer thing to say that for thousands of years, like there's, there's a suppression of a natural phenomenon. It's a modern thing to say. The meaning is, when, when the hate happens, it's battle tivamakodim. The old nature is over and there's a new nature. They are a Not just that by nature they're supposed to give fruit, but Hashem is suppressing it. By nature they are wild beasts, not just that they're supposed to be calm, but Hashem is prodding them to be wild. That's not the case. Let's see footnote 52. Therefore, it's mutter. To uh, do uh, to do uh, kilayim between different types of ilan esrak apishein and minu even if they're different types. See that Ramah we look in the second look in the shach and the same things that Ramah's opinion we saw this in the Maraponim Yerushalmi Shabara fourteen forty three star we saw that already. I noted that before that the Maraponim makes this whole pilpul that because the iser of kilayim comes from the tzivu of Hashem commanding what to grow and Hashem never commanded ilan esrak therefore the tzivu does not apply to ilan esrak and the, the Maraponim learned that in the Rambam. So the reason why you're allowed to be Markiv, because now they don't have that at all. Now here's something very interesting that's, okay, so this, before we get to what I find interesting, let's just finish, let's look at, look at the sources here in the Ramah and the Shach. Okay, the point that we're saying is that the fact that by nature right now, these trees are not supposed to make fruit, is why it's not just a theoretical thing that for thousands of years it's difficult to say that Hashem is suppressing in nature, but it actually has a logic application. The, the fact that this is naturally a tree which doesn't produce fruit is why I'm allowed to do kalayim between one type of Ilan Israq and another type of Ilan Israq. Because by nature, they don't, because their, na- their nature is not to produce any fruit. Okay, so there's a logic application to this. So let's look at the Ramah. Ramah says, there was first one sign to Ramah and Yerdea Reish Sadakei Sivvav, and then says to look at Siv Gimel, and then says to the Shacham Siv Gimel. So let's see. So first Sivvav, the Ramah, Bechain Srak Agabe Srak, Shari, one uh, doing Kalayim between one Srak and another is, is Mutter, Afapish, and Minu, even though they're a different uh, type. Okay. Now we go back to Siv Gimel, or here there's no Ramah, or here it's just the Shachanarach which says, Mutter Luzra Yisroyim, Vizera Ilon Keachad. The Isra of, of Kilayim for Ilonis is not to plant them together. That's a different Isra. But for Ilonis is Dafke. There's a shtickle purple about this look in the Mephorshim, but we're not going to go in there now. The point is that, at least according to this opinion, um, the Isra of Kilayim, well, everybody's Isra of Kilayim is limited to this, but there could be other Isra that we're going to get to Israel. But the Isra of Kalayim is only B'negeh grafting, which means you take um, a, a branch from one tree and you stick it into a branch of another tree and then they start to grow together even after they're fully, after they're grown out of the earth. So this is the only time it's Isra. Ben Ilon Be'yerek, whether you're mixing a tree in vegetable, Ben Yerek Be'ilon, Ben Yerek Be'yerek, She'en Eminoi, Ba'filu Eitz Srak, Al Eitz Meichel, By Eitz Meichel, Al Eitz Srak. What about Eitz Srak on top of another Eitz Srak? What about that? Says the Shach, Al Eitz Meichel, Cholob Mashmah, 
Hagav Srak, I feel she ate him in a shoddy. So is telling us to look at the shah to say that's not just the Ramah's opinion that Tuilon and Srak are allowed to be the Kilayim, but even the Machaber agrees, as the Shah points out, because the Ramah, the Machaber does not mention it here in the list of things, they're not supposed to go together, which means it's allowed to go together. Okay. What's interesting, I think, is Lachura, Order 52 here has come to tell us that this idea that by nature these are trees that don't make fruit has a lachic application. In that, I'm allowed to be markiv one in stock, another in stock, and no isirkilai. But Lachura, everybody told us in order 14, in order of 14, that there's another halachic application to a difference between ilan strak and not ilan strak. All right, they were told us when it comes to eights, Michael, you're not allowed to cut them down. When it comes to eights, Elon Srak, you are allowed to cut them down. And there's a whole pilp over here. Why am I allowed to cut down Elon Srak today if later when Mashiach comes, it's going to bring fruit? And they ever said, because right now, it's So this is another halachic application. And over here, Debra does not tell us to look at that hara. And over there, that hara doesn't tell us to look at here. Which is a little, it's not a major question, but to of Einai, why there's no cross reference. The front that Debra over here is, Debra is assigned to Sivav, which says that the loss, which you might, in Sivav, they were told us that there's two different ways of, of seeing what it means that when Mashiach comes, there's going to be fruit on these Lonis rock. Either naturally it's going to produce it that way, or Yitinu, it's going to be unnatural to it. So there isn't a sign to that idea. So there isn't a sign to later. But like, I'm just curious as to why this Nafmin Allah comes here at the beginning, and that Nafmin Allah comes over there. When seemingly they're both making the same point, that because naturally, right, because right now the nature of this tree is not to produce fruit, therefore, A, you're allowed to cut it down, and as a hara 14, and number two, as is a hara, where is it? What's, what number is it? Hara we just finished, hara 52, that you're allowed to be marked to Ilan Israq. Not a major question, there's no stitter here, but Tamua, why there's no cross reference, and why this one here and that one there. Okay, Mr. Shem, the next year we're going to look at Isis. Ches and Tess, which is the beginning of the Rebbe's beer.